Hello, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, everybody, Mike here. Welcome to a moment with MJ. Welcome, everybody. How you doing, Mary Jo? Well, I am doing absolutely awesome. How cool. about you? Yeah, too blessed to be stressed. Forget <laughs> about the rest, right? <laughs> of course, it's interesting because we just listened to just kind of a heart wrenching message, you might say, yeah. with joy at the end of it. But when you yeah. realize, I mean, we're going to share a little bit, I think, about that just the seriousness of yeah. what Jesus did for us and whether we're responding or not or how <laughs> we're responding. How we're responding is because, you know, we are responding. It's just how that's perfect. Yeah. That is absolutely perfect. How you put that, how we're responding. And we just, you know, questions like how many people are really born again who profess the name of Christ. Okay. And so one of the definitions that we've heard of born again is that there was a change, right? that you're not doing what you used to do. And you're because, not living that old, yeah. old sin man life anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. How many are reborn? Yeah. It's just, it was really sobering, mm-hmm. you know, to to listen to, it was Pastor Greg Locke, mm-hmm. and just to listen to him teach and listen to him just go through the scripture and then apply medical knowledge to what he was talking about. Well, even just the scripture itself. Yeah. You know, the scriptures, the prophetic wow. scriptures that talk about what Jesus was going to go through. Yeah. And he knew what he was going to go through physically <laughs> and spiritually, emotionally. He knew what he was going to go through being mm-hmm. separated from God for because he took on sin. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it was, and then obviously the physical side of it is horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hard listen, but I think it's a necessary listen. So, well, so here I am, you know, I'm one of these people that really, I just don't like to see people hurt. I don't like to, I just, you know, when some of these shows come out that talk about, you know, what Jesus went through, I have a tendency to not want to see them because I don't, right. I just don't, I just don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that torture. You know, it's interesting. The Passion of the Christ came out. Mm-hmm. We've not seen it. I've, I've not seen it. We've not seen it. We've heard a lot of people that have seen it that said it was incredibly violent. Yes. Well, and, and incredibly uh, eye-opening and a moment right. of, you know, just a moment of revelation. Uh, and reflection, too. Mm-hmm. And it carried an R rating right. for the violence. Mm-hmm. But we're going to, right down there, drop a link to... Uh, Greg's teaching, so you can listen to it. And when you listen to that, compare that to if you have seen the Passion of the Christ, it don't hold a candle to what Jesus went through. Right. It really, it really doesn't. Like to even to even have the picture, I think, of what Jesus actually went through is so it's so awful, <laughs> you know, and that. You know, he really did lay his down, lay down his life, knowingly, choosingly. He chose it. Yeah. He was willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Is such a heart gripper if you let it, if let you and let it, let it grip your heart because yeah, it's we, important. We need we need to let it. Mm-hmm. We truly do. We truly, as believers, we need to let it grip our heart. Right. That has to be the place that we operate from. Is that transformation of that heart posture. Right. So. Well, you know, when we were talking earlier and mentioned 
you know, when you were talking about, are you re, are you, are you reborn? Mm-hmm. Has there been a change in your behavior mm-hmm. or are you in repetitive repeating of, you know, sin that you know is sin mm-hmm. and you're just, you, you know, some people like choose to not get out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I want the sin to be gone, but I really enjoy it. So I'm going to keep doing sure. it, you know? And we were talking about Hebrews 6, I believe, right? Yeah, Hebrews chapter 6. You know, it's it's interesting. If you really dig in hard and study the book of Hebrews, you'll see that that is something that is actually warned against. Right. You know, multiple times. Mm -hmm. One of them I'm just going to look at right now, you know, in relation to what we're talking to about discouraging. uh, Verse 4 is where I'll start. For, and it's the Amplified Bible, for it's impossible to restore and bring again to repentance those who have been once for all enlightened, who have consciously tasted the heavenly gift and have become sharers of Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? And have felt how good the word of God is and the mighty powers of the age and world to come. So you have a group of people who have been in the presence of God. Right. They have been living that life. And, and if they deviate from the faith, verse 6, if they deviate from the faith and turn away from their allegiance, it's impossible to bring them back to repentance for because while as long as they nail upon the cross the Son of God afresh, mm-hmm. as far as they are concerned, and are holding him up to contempt and shame and public disgrace, you know, ouch. Ouch is right. That I guess that's what we were talking about. When somebody <laughs> is choosing like... Like they're willingly choosing. To yeah, it's it's willful. It's a willful choice. Yes, too. And and I, we heard a comment not too long ago that if you're in repetitive sin and you don't want to be, mm-hmm. to really consider deliverance. Yeah, because the comment was that you probably have a companion, yeah, which you got company. Um, yeah, you have company. <laughs> so give that you know give that some prayerful thought. Yeah. and there yeah. is. You know, there's a lot of opportunities for you to get into the presence of God. Oh, yes. And you don't have to actually, I mean, you can just get in your Bible Mm -hmm. and ask Jesus, I believe, to deliver you if there's something. But there is also ministers Mm -hmm. that minister deliverance. And, I mean, there's always wisdom with who you connect with. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that would be something to definitely consider doing is Mm -hmm. to to go through a session where you, there's some demonic stuff yeah. that gets out of you. This guy was, uh, he was talking about that. You know, if you're com- continually falling into repetitive sin mm-hmm. that you don't want to fall into. That you don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You truly want to be set free from right. it, mm-hmm. but it's just not been possible. Then you probably got company and he's not talking about the company that you would invite over <laughs> for a cup of tea and a crumpet. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Well, not even just another person, <laughs> yeah. I would say, right? No, it would so. be, you know, like a devil. Yeah. So I'm going to read, um, just, you know, kind of staying on this vein, not that I want to be all, you know, morbid or anything like that, but we have to understand what the Word of God says as we, believers. Yes, I'm going to read do. that passage in Hebrews chapter 10. Oh, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll just read that passage there. You know, and there's a lot of times when we read Hebrews chapter 10 and we stop at verse 25. Okay, which is not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, but admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. And that's kind of what we're up to here. Mm -hmm. We're saying, hey, you know what? We need to understand what the Lord went through. 
in such a way that it transforms us. Yes. That we allow that transformation mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not bragging at all, but I read like 40 some chapters of the Bible the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I only say that to say this is that the more I was reading, the more I wanted to stay in right. it. Yeah, I, I can, I can just say from that day, Definitely. Yeah. He didn't want to quit reading. Oh, he no. just was into it and wanted to just keep on, keep just on, more, you know, more, yeah. more, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the, it, it will change you. It's like Pastor Greg said, you read the word and it will read you. Right. And, and we've made the comment before that the, the Bible, the reading time is going really good. Oh yes. And it, it's it, wonderful. It's interesting how I do think that there's there's just been a change and mm-hmm. you have more desire to just be reading and to have that, have that time mm-hmm. in the Bible. You can describe it like this. You're having that fellowship with the master because you're learning of him. Right. Right. Jesus said, learn of me, take my yoke upon you for my, and learn of me mm-hmm. for my yoke is easy and my burn, burden, burden is light. Is light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Learn of him. We learn of him through the word. Right. Right. So I'm going to read this. I'm going to finish reading that. Uh, we usually, usually we'll stop there when we're reading, right? It's not forsaking the neglecting or neglecting to assemble together as believers. And you are like, Hey, let's go. And all the more faithful as you see the day approaching verse 26, for if we go on deliberately and willingly sinning after once acquiring the knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice left to atone for our sins. There is no further offering to which to look forward. There is nothing left for us then but a kind of awful and fearful prospect, an expectation of divine judgment and the fury of burning wrath and indignation which will consume those who put themselves in opposition to God. And he's not talking about... Unbelievers. No, he's talking He's talking about the church. Yeah, he's talking, he's talking about people that have... that are willfully sinning but that have said that they want to be followers of Christ. Right. Right. Take this, put that back against what I just read out of chapter six, mm-hmm. it paints a pretty, pretty vivid picture right. of the, you know, uh, first or second Peter, he quotes a scripture in Deuteronomy mm-hmm. where God says, be ye holy for I am holy. You know, we mm-hmm. have a, we have a relational holiness with the Lord when we get born again, right. that relationship with him, that's how he sees us at that point. But then there's a behavioral holiness. Right that we need to walk in. And mm-hmm. that includes walking away from that junk that trips you up. It includes walking away. You know, the Bible says, avoid even the pe- appearance of, of evil. evil. You know, so there's right. thir- certain things that you just don't do. Right. You know, to to have that behavioral holiness. And then the behavioral righteousness is the same thing. The behavioral sanctification is the same thing. We're sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. But then there's a setting apart. That, that we, we choose to do. to do. Yes, mm-hmm. that we choose to do. Yeah, right. That's very good. So anyway, we just got a text from some dear friends of ours. They listened to the message. I sent it out to a pile of people this afternoon, <laughs> and they said, wow, that's all I can say. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it really is, it'll, it'll, it'll crush your heart in a good way. Yes. And it did us. I mean, we were sitting there crying, crying. through most yeah. of it. But uh, anyway, so we'll drop that down there. So take a listen to the teaching. Uh, We put a link down in the description. Let us know what you think. And um, just listen to it with an open heart. Yes. Definitely listen listen to it with an open heart and a heart of self-reflection. I mean, that's what we were doing. Yes. 
we're looking at this like, do we really understand? Mm-hmm. You know, looking at it from that standpoint, I was sitting there going, I probably don't. And if you are in the position where you need to repent and ask forgiveness for just not taking it as seriously, seriously appropriately as, as we need to, mm-hmm. not giving it the priority where you have set it aside, but it is in your heart to be close to the Lord, then take those steps that's right. necessary. Right. Like get on your knees, ask forgiveness. Cry. If you've talk never, to the Lord. Yeah. If you've never asked to have Jesus in your life, then you know, ask for the forgiveness of sins and confess that Jesus is born of a virgin and that you believe he died and was raised. You know, he died on the cross Mm -hmm. and then was raised from the dead Mm -hmm. and take that into your heart, confess it with your mouth and that you will be saved. Right. And then then comes the interesting part after that is discipleship. And walking it out. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the part where we're talking about that transformation. And there's a difference between being saved and being born again is when you see that transformation. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but that and sometimes we've had the talk. Why are you truly saved if you're not born again? So well. <laughs> let's let's we want to do good discipleship. We want to see people that are responding to the message, and it's important. So, like, I think the word I think Jesus even says, "Make a decision." Yeah. You either believe that He is or He is not, right? And then you be one or the other. Like I sometimes think. You know that that there's a there's a want to have people say like I say the prayer I've asked Jesus to be in in my life I've asked forgiveness of sins I've confessed that Jesus was born of a virgin He died on the cross He was raised again and it's like a check mark that gets um, or a yeah, box like that a gets box that checked. checked right yeah and it's not. You know, I, I, I think sometimes that there's a, a service that needs to be done where you actually explain to people that this is is important, this is life or death or heaven yeah. and hell. Heaven and hell. And that it's real mm-hmm. and let them know that it's an important decision and one that should be followed through, one yeah. that should be, like we said, discipled, that right. you find somebody or a lot of times, even it should be the person that talks to you about Jesus, mm-hmm. disciples you, and In tells you about the things that the Bible has to say, and teaches you that these are the scriptures that are good for you to hear. You know, and that's perfectly how you put that. It's the person that talks to you about it, because where we should be, we should be in a place where when we relate our experiences mm-hmm. to somebody who hasn't had them yet, mm-hmm. our experience in the Lord, that's discipleship. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, he said, go and make disciples of all the nations, teaching them, right, to observe all things that I have commanded you. And that you're to be a witness. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think to be a witness, people need to see you. (laughs) You know, they need to see Jesus in you. And I don't know that it's for 10 minutes if you meet them. (laughs) Not that I'm against you, you know, if the Lord is telling you, directing you to go talk to a certain individual, mm-hmm. by all means, go and talk to oh, that yeah, individual. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then try to set something up. Mm-hmm. Don't have it be like, 
I mean, make it your goal to have it not be just a moment that you talk to him. Just a, symb- and a single you, moment, yeah. And that you don't line something else up mm-hmm. where you can do some follow-up with that person right. and get them, you know, going to your church, going to a church that's in their location if it's, you know, out of yeah. out of your basically out of your area. range or, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, just... Just be thinking about being a being a discipler, mm-hmm. a disciple maker, disciple. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's a new word. We'll, I don't we'll know. use that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's critical, and we're if we're going to follow the example of Jesus and follow what He said, then that's what we need to be doing. We need to be discipling people and helping them. Yes, you know, and that's the fun part is when you start to disciple people and you see that transformation. Right. And you see that growth and you see that change, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's like, wow, this is awesome. You know, like when you see people get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like Paul said that you're not doing something in vain. Right. You know, you're mm-hmm. doing it with a result. Yeah. And, you, and the results are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So praise the Lord, everybody. Well, I hope Somebody you enjoyed <laughs> this time of a moment with M and MJ. We sure appreciate that you're here listening to us. Yeah. Our subscribers have actually increased a little bit more, which Amen. it seems like we get some, a couple. Like yeah, and we did get a couple more since I put out an announcement about uh, some housekeeping that we're going to do. And in the next video, what we're going to do is I'm going to just go through some of the things that we're going to do in a little bit more detail and help you to stay abreast of what's going on with the ministry and the podcast. So sounds good. Amen. All right. Thanks everybody.